I wonder what our next next guest thinks, the great Zorba. Peter Peters, how are you, Zorba? Morning, Bruni. Morning, Bulldogs. How was lunch? Did you uh, enjoy it? Yeah, fantastic. Really nice and great company. Um, sitting next to Buzz at lunch is um, is interesting. <laughs> Can you elaborate, please? Well, I feel as I'm smelling myself. He he he's pinched my aftershave. <laughs> he did, you know. He's 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 taken with Zorba's aftershave, which I found a little creepy. But that's just it, me. it's weird. It is so weird. What about his eating habits? Uh very shyish. <laughs> Behind the scenes, you could do a three-hour show telling Buzz stories, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. He's a great character. He, I tell you what, he's a legend. Um, you notice that he's not around at the moment; that he's taken a uh, a bit of a hiatus, and uh, um, he can break a story. He's been amazing over his career. So, but talking of stories, a big one dropped yesterday. Jerome Luai telling Penrith that he won't be there. We understand that the Tigers are favourites, but as I said to Brini, in the first hour, I'm not going to write off Gus just yet. Yeah, $1.2 million a season for five years. He can hardly say no. Now, if Shane Richardson has pulled off signing Jerome Luai, he's off to a flying start in his new role as interim West Tigers uh, CEO. Now, the veteran official... Need prize signing for the current Wooden Spooners. And there's been a lot of work done behind the scenes by the former CEO, Pasco, and the uh, the head coach, Benji Marshall. Now, they could have no better one than Penrith jack-in-the-box 5-8. But will it happen, as you say? Um, Richo came in and he immediately stopped... All of the talk about Adam Fanua Blake. They withdrew everything. They put all of their cards on the table for Luai. I think it's a smart move. It's a lot of money. It puts him up there as just about one of the hot, well, he will be one of the top 10 uh, paid players in the NRL. Big gamble, but looks like it will come off. It's It's been an incredible story, the whole thing. Hey, before we move... I, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about some things that are happening in the cricket, Zorba. The West Tigers, the whole situation this week, the way it unfolded, um, it, it it kind of happened slowly, then it happened really fast. It was just bang, it was over for the administrators. Yeah, I feel sorry for um, some members of the board, the, the Facebook members of the board. Um, some of them, I think, um, have served their time at West Tigers and didn't deserve what happened. I mean, this is all on the advice of two men that did an inquiry. We haven't seen the results of that inquiry. I feel particularly concerned about the way their chairman um, has been just chopped off. He puts in, or did put in, and will continue because he's a man of honour, a million a year. I thought he always fronted up. Yeah, he had some... uh, he had some weird views on rugby league, but I thought he was great for the West Tigers, uh, Andrew Palacellus, and and I think he'll be missed. I can't see how bringing an ageing ex-premier um, with a little background in rugby league in is going to improve them. I think he's just there as a figurehead. Hey, uh, Zorba. Now, I was talking to the staff in the break here. Now, 
I'm a sports fanatic, right? Fanatic. My whole family knows it. Everyone in my life knows it. But I can't hold a candle to you when it comes to watching sport. I've I've never heard anyone. I don't know whether you ever sleep. And I'm always interested in your take on television coverage of sport because I I, th- I highly regard it. What have you made of Channel Seven and its coverage of the cricket? Well, I'm going to defer to you a fair bit in in my views here, Brini, because yep. you've got loads of television experience. You won a Walkley Award and other awards. You were editor of the um, Sunday Telegraph, Australia's biggest selling newspaper for seven years. You've had staff under you. Um, and I know you've always insisted that be it in, in television or in the print media that everyone does their homework or that's the first Correct. job that a journalist's got to do when he's going to do an interview. Now, an ageing Labrador would know of Ricky Ponting and his record and standing in the game of cricket in Australia. Ponting is heading up Channel 7's coverage of the current Test Series against Pakistan. Yesterday morning, Seven's fill-in-for-everything host, Matt Doran, introduced Ponting live from Perth. I nearly died. Well, how's this for a treat? Joining me now, commentator, coach, former player, Mr Ricky Ponting. Up up pop punter on screen with a caption, and I know he's not responsible for this. Ricky Ponting, former cricketer. Now, whoever in the back room at seven, <laughs> stuck that up, shouldn't have a job today. Yes, oh. he was that. 41 test centuries, most runs ever by an Aussie, and he gets introduced like that. Now, Doran was labelled a blockhead by Radio 2GB's Ray Hadley when he failed to do his research when interviewing iconic Adele. singer Adele yep. in 2021. Who can forget that? He survived that, this bloke. Channel 7 have put plenty of money into getting Ponting to head up their cricket coverage. Perhaps a memo to presenters to do their research would be in order. How embarrassing. That is poor. That's appalling. That's appalling. Sometimes, Zorba, you know, Channel 9 hosted cricket forever. The ABC forever, then Channel 9 forever. Channel 7 hosted the tennis um, you know, Channel 7 had the Olympics. When they flip and flop and change to other sides and, and people buy the rights, for me, it doesn't quite work. It takes a long time for that square peg to fit into the round hole. And I still have an unease overall with Channel 7's coverage. I don't... I, I can't... You know, at Channel 9, they were true believers. Why? Because Kerry was a true believer. At Channel 7, is Kerry Stokes a true believer in the cricket or would they naturally rather go back to the tennis? And then I think it filters down, Zorba. I truly and honestly believe that. You're either all chips in from the top of the network to the bottom or you're not. And I can't. I feel as though they're not all chips in. No, good point. I, I watch Channel 7 in the morning because I think Natalie Barr is outstanding and... I don't think the mix is there on nine with their team in the morning. But what irritates me on Channel 7 is every day they just about head up their sports grab in their news with Aussie Rules News. And somebody at, at, at the North Melbourne club has joined another club or the Adelaide Crows. Like, we love the Sydney Swans. 
and news about them is great. But this is a rugby league city, and they've got to realise that. The people in the newsroom, particularly in the sporting department, they need a good kick in the pants. They should be reminded of geographically where they are in Australia. They are in Sydney. Rugby league is king when it comes to football. Yes, there's great, there's great support for the Sydney Swans and good luck to them for that. But I can't believe how they go about their business. Zorba, another story that broke during the week was Melbourne Storm taking a game to Fiji, which uh, would clearly indicate good signs for the Pacific, that the fact that Bellamy and their uh, Storm management want to go to, I think it's Latoka for the game, Zorba. What do you make of it? Yeah, they're going to Latoka, and they're going to be Melbourne Storm versus Newcastle. Tui Kamakamika will be a local hero there in his return with the Storm. It's high time. NRL clubs got serious about CG. He's a real producer of talent for NRL clubs. Petro Sivan, a great front row forward, is a firm believer that one day the Pacific nation has the talent uh, to come into the NRL and should be encouraged. Um, the former Aussie test prop and Broncos uh, favourite is a great example of what Fiji can produce. Now, early on, like very early on in the trial and in the opening games of the of the uh, NRL in Las Vegas. If you're a lover of great fullbacks, then you won't want to miss this, but you'll have to jump on a jet to see it. Um, Kalen Ponga versus Ryan Pappenhausen over in, uh, over in Latoka. That will be something to see for the locals. Uh, hopefully Pappenhausen is fit enough to make that. The indications are that he will be. Uh, that'll pack them in over there. But then the real test will be over in Las Vegas where Turbo, Tommy Tommy Turbo, Tommy Trebojevic will be up against Latrell Mitchell, South Sydney versus Manly in the battle of the number ones there. And then they'll be in the shower when, uh, of course, James Tedesco will come up in his clash with Reese Walsh. What an amazing scene will be happening over there. It will be something special. The 2024 NRL season, what a, what a, what a sensational fullback duel to kick it off. Nazil, but before you go, we've got a text in no name on this. Hey, boys, great show again. Just asking, who paid for the Chinese meal? Hey, Bulldog, I hear you have spiders in your pockets. So, Brini, I don't know who paid for the meal because when it came, I went to the toilet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Extra stage left. In between, in between, when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> in between making a lot of phone calls out on the balcony there. Um, uh, well, who did a, pay, Zorba? Um, it was Ray. Let's, let's, town north of let's be honest, it was Ray. It was Ray. Ray beat us to it. We did the fumble, but we did offer. Yeah, we did it offer some money. Nice of, yeah. Very nice. Well, of did, we offered some money, and as soon as Ray said, "Oh no," Zorba grabbed his and chucked it back in his wallet. Where did you go, Lee's Fortuna Court? No, we went to uh, Castle Hill RSL Club. Beautiful Chinese out there. Oh, yeah. As good as you can get. Absolutely, very, fan- very good. Fantastic. Hey guys, big wedding coming up um, between the Australian golfing star um, Cameron Smith, yeah, and his fiancee. Chanel Nayung. She's she's every golfer's dream. Imagine this. 
you're a golfer and you've got to cook back and who's there with you but your wife who is a chiropractor. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, good for the back injuries. Now, she's from Jacksonville. She's from Jacksonville where he lives now when he's in the States. He has a home uh, also in Brisbane. Um, he's his home in Jacksonville has to be seen to be believed. You can Google it. So he's got his cruiser there, multiple fast cars in his huge garage. Now, on tipping that he's going to walk down the aisle on Saturday, December the 30th. Um, but just as important, I think, for golf is the fact that he's... I think if there's one thing that Live Golf has done, they have introduced an exciting sideshow to the individual event and that is the teams event and some big money can be made there now the australian team the ripper team captain and i think owned by cameron smith uh, with his great mate mark leishman has been torn apart a bit jed morgan hasn't qualified for the um next season's tour matt jones is um and about staying but there's a big rumor that maybe adam scott will switch to live golf. Let's watch this space um, and would join the Ripper team. Now, people may laugh at that and say it won't happen, but a few weeks ago, nobody thought that John Rahm would switch either. The big money um, being thrown around uh, by the Saudis has, uh, has got a lot of players and Rahm could be the icing on the cake for the coming together of live golf and the PGA. Um, hope it happens. Oh, I tell you, the PGA Tour have got major problems ahead, and 2024 is going to be the the real shakeout. We've had the storm, and now we're looking at the aftermath, and we'll see what happens. Zorba, you've got to give us a highlight for the year before we let you go. Well, you spoke earlier about my passion for sport. Oh, yeah. And I love the unpredictability of it, and I witnessed an innings that I'll never see again by a cramped up, Glenn Maxwell against Afghanistan. And people may scoff at Afghanistan, but they've got great spinners and they did well in the World Cup. They are improving and we were in a terrible hole and Maxwell just tore them apart in an innings that you couldn't go to sleep, even though it was about 3 a.m. Aussie time when he was doing his thing. I could not. I had no one to text at that time because no one's as mad as me. But I am so glad that I stayed up and I watched that. I fell into it. I thought I'd check the scores and I thought I'd see the last rites of a defeat. And I saw one of the greatest innings I well I will ever see in my lifetime. And um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to watch it again soon. Uh, it was that good. He just he just tore them apart and how he did it with some shots that you would never believe. So that's my highlight. Good stuff, mate. It, it was unbelievable. It, 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 you talk about the unpredictability, and that's it. You, you just never, ever know what's going to happen. The same thing happened last night with Damien Oliver. He couldn't. He could not ride a winner, and then he rode three in a row to finish his career. And that's what sport does. Just out of absolutely nowhere, it blows you away. Hey, Zorba, thanks for everything you've done for the Big Sports Breakfast weekend over the course of the year. On behalf of Ray and Bulldog, who've been here all year, I'm just a blow-in who's looking after things for my good mate, Ray Thomas. Have a fantastic Christmas. Best of luck to Manly in 2024. We'll talk to you in January, mate. 
Yeah, look forward to it, Brini. Um, just a special cheerio to uh, all our loyal listeners. I am, I'm absolutely gobsmacked wherever I go. If I'm on the Gold Coast, which I is about as far north or the Sunshine Coast as I go these days, or in the city, around the Central Coast, wherever I go, people are saying they enjoy the show. And that, to me, is fantastic. I, I, uh, I love radio. I think it's a great medium. Uh, I like the guys I work with, all of you. Um, and to our loyal listeners, uh, thank you for sticking with us and um, have a Merry Christmas and a safe New Year. And uh, hopefully um, we'll all be back in the, uh, the New Year fit and well and happy to go again.